God bless everybody. God bless everyone. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. This is your brother Jesse Jarab coming at you uh, once again with Christian thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian, but still being human. Still being human. Here today, ladies and gentlemen, who is going to be calling in a few minutes. In a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, a few seconds, hopefully. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> um, here with us, ladies and gentlemen, today to help us, and the person who gave us today's topic, by the way, is our brother James. Brother James, God bless. God bless, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, for the glory of God, not for our own glory, but for His glory. We're not here, ladies and gentlemen, just to talk and laugh and talk more. No, sir. You might hear us laugh and giggle, but I've said this before. If God gave us joy, we gotta show our joy. We gotta, we gotta portray our joy, the joy that God gives us. We're not gonna be here just talking and sounding like we're bored out of our minds. <laughs> no, sir. We need to have that joy of the Lord and we need to show it. Am I right, Brother James? Absolutely, I agree. All right, that is great. Uh, and and it's, it's the truth, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it. Come in. I mean, we, we, the Bible says God gave us joy, that, that the strength, that God's joy is our strength. Doesn't it say that? That God's joy is our strength, our, our, the, the reason why we live every day is God's joy, the, God, the joy that God gives us. That is why we live every day, ladies and gentlemen. So, we got to show our joy. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be talking about a very interesting topic that Brother James uh, gave us today. Um, it is about light versus dark. Light versus dark. And we are basing today's topic on what? Chapter, Brother James, in the Bible? Oh, it's the, uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14. All right. Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14, which says, and this is going to be the first time we read from the modern English version, the MEV. First time today. Uh, you are, and it says, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it says, you are the light of the world. And this is Jesus talking, by the way. You are the light of the world. A city that is, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket, but on a candlestick. And it gives light to all who are in the house. So, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. You are the light of the world. Amen. Jesus was talking to who in this verse? I believe he was talking to his disciples. 
I believe not only was he talking to his disciples in front of him, or the people that were around him, I believe he was talking to all of us. We all know that Jesus himself is the light of the world, right? Right. But he also says, and I quote, you, as in all of us, he is talking to all of us, all of us that call ourselves Christian, all of us that call ourselves followers of him, of Jesus. We are the light of the world. And he goes on to say in a, a power, in a, in a metaphorical term, he says, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket, but on a candlestick. What is he saying here, ladies and gentlemen? What do you believe he's saying here, Brother James? What I believe that he's saying, uh, when, he, when he speaks about the candlestick being under the basket versus on the candlestick itself, um, I believe that he's saying, don't hide your light. Mm -hmm. Show it. Amen. Let, let everyone around see that the light is there. Amen. When they, when they see that the light is there, they will follow it. Amen. Now, before we continue, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue with this very interesting and very intriguing topic, let us do our commencing prayer, our starting prayer. Brother James, would you like to do the honors? Oh, absolutely. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you with an, another day full of thanks, God. Amen. Another day full of opportunity and privileges to use our voices to project your word to these, your children. God, we also ask that you keep us protected. You keep us safe from harm and safe from the devil's distractions, God. But most importantly, God, we ask that you decrease in us and increase your words so we can say what needs to be said in the right manner. Amen. God, we, we ask for forgiveness of our sins. We ask for forgiveness of things we've done wrong, mistakes we may have made, God. God, we ask that you help us to learn. We, you help us to grow and become better people in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So we are talking about light versus dark. And exactly what Brother James just said before commencing prayer, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, this is Christian Thoughts, interesting and inspiring topics on being a Christian but still being human. Today's topic is light versus dark. And we just got through, we just got through reading Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16. And it was Jesus speaking while well, he said that we are the light of the world. He says, you are the light of the world. A city, that, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket, but on a candlestick. And it gives light to, our, to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we must take as Christians, we must take this this these verses, this whole uh, this whole reading that we just read. We must take it into perspective. Because Jesus never said anything that he didn't want us to understand. As a matter of fact, he spoke in a way for we can understand. He spoke in a way for his disciples to understand. Now, I'm sorry if you, uh, I apologize if, if I keep pausing, but I'm getting through a small headache that I've been having for the past week. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, but, you know, the devil is, the devil's slick. So he tries to distract us. He tries to put us down for we don't speak God's word. But we must go on. The show must go on, as they say. So, uh... So we must put this into perspective. Jesus never spoke anything. Jesus never spoke anything that he didn't try to make us understand in some way. He says, you are the light of the world. And then he says in a parable sort of way, a city that is on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a basket, but on a candlestick. And just like Brother James said before, this is basically saying, we as light should not be hidden. We as light should not hide in the darkness. Hence, the reason he says the candle under a basket. We should not hide in the darkness, but easier said than done, ain't it, Brother James? <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> it, is, it is easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, it is, but if there's, if there's one thing to add to it is if we break down the whole scenario, starting with the city on a hill, First and foremost, anything on a hill is not going to be hidden because you're going to look up and you're going to see it. Amen. And as far as the light being under the basket, uh, that, in, in my opinion, I believe that's letting the darkness win because it shows that it shows that you're you're too scared to show your light because of what others may say or what others may think. And That's so right. we, we sometimes, we tend to, to hide our light and not show it. Amen. And so when we come to a, a point of realization and enough understanding, that the light that was put in us has its own purpose from day one because it's meant to be shown. Oh, yeah. It's meant to be on a display case so that others can see it. Oh, yeah. Because maybe not everybody has the same 
bright light. So if you have that bright light within your spirit and you show it, you then attract all of the lower lights to you. Then the lower lights start to ask questions about how is your light so bright? What are you doing that has you so happy? Who are you following that gives you so much joy? Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm, I'm trying not to preach just yet. But I just, <laughs> not yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> not, not yet, because I feel it building up in me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Let's explain it first. Let's explain it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, let, let, let me explain it first. So when it gets to it, then, you know, preaching can, you know, be fully justified and extended out there. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brother Jesse, that's actually uh, that's actually a conflict with sermons nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, if you think about it, um, sermons are like set standards. They, you know, they they go straight into it. They don't break anything down. They don't explain it. And then they expect and, you to understand it. Right. Yeah. Which is exactly, and, and that's my point. That That is my point, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus, if Jesus was alive, if Jesus was on earth today. He would probably have a fit with these churches. Yeah, exactly. He, he, would probably, he would probably be like, okay, first of all, that is not how you should preach. I, how are you going to... I, he's, I, I can imagine Jesus like, how are you going to preach, go into the preaching and then explain it like if they're supposed to understand it in the first place? No. Right. I believe Jesus ex would, I believe Jesus would have done exactly what he did before. First explain, first, first, he would say something and then explain what he meant. And that's, that's what we're trying to do today. That's what we're trying to do today. And, and, and you're right, Brother James, that a lot, of, a lot of preachers don't understand that just yet. They'll go straight into the preacher and they'll go straight into the Word and say, you must do this, this, that, or the other. Or Jesus said this, this, that, and the other, but he doesn't, they don't explain they, yeah, they they don't explain why he said it. Yeah, exactly. The the con the context that he was trying to portray to the disciples. Exactly. So what he did is he would gather the disciples around and he would say, Let me teach you something. Mm -hmm. And the disciples would learn whatever Jesus had to had to say or had to teach them. Then when Jesus was fully done explaining it, then he would say, now, go forth and preach my word. Amen. Go forth and tell other children what you have learned here. Amen. That's and correct. And as you, as you tell them, it spreads by word of mouth because you understand it. Now you can help others. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on now. I don't think anybody is hearing me. When the disciples understood the word that Jesus had taught them, they then spread out to the other cities 
and started preaching to them so they could understand. And then the multitude, ah, come on, the multitude began to follow Jesus because of what was taught and passed. Amen. Ah, my goodness. And remember, remember, there was a time that Jesus preached so well that when other people preached in his name, the disciples got angry. And Jesus said, whoa, no, don't get mad. They are, whoever is not against us is for us. Basically, Jesus is like, okay, I'm teaching you something that you need to teach them. And they're going ahead of you and teaching it for you. They're going ahead of what you should be doing. They're going ahead of what you should be doing in the sense, in, 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 in by, by preaching my word to others. Don't get angry, he says. Don't get angry for what they are preaching because they are not against us. They are for us. They are agreeing with what I just taught you. Exactly. <laughs> Praise him. <laughs> So Jesus says, you are the light of the world. And he says, in context, he says, don't hide your light. Don't be inside of a basket or inside the darkness, if you will, and try to hide your light. Right. Don't try to be inside. Think of, think of it like this. Think of it like this. You, you wear all black colors or all dark colors and you go outside, ain't nobody going to see you. But if you, I mean, if you go outside at night, I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. If you wear dark colors and you go outside at night, ain't nobody going to see you. But if you wear light colors, if you wear bright colors, if you wear colors that will, that will catch the eye, so to speak, even at night people will see you easy. People will find you easy. And that's what God is saying. Be the light in the darkness. Be the light inside of the darkness. Be the light, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that outshines the dark. Listen to that word, outshines the dark. Yeah. As in, you got to be so bright that the darkness, or, uh, or as we, say, we call them in Spanish, las tinieblas, the, the, the dark clouds just run away from you. You can't be, and, and this is why people, this is why the song, <laughs> famous Christian song, I don't know if it's in English, but I know it's in Spanish, that says, um, no puede estar triste un corazón que alaba a Cristo. In, in other words, a, a, a heart that is with God, a heart that is with Jesus, a heart that knows Jesus cannot be sad, cannot be depressed. Because if you're going to be the light of the world, you can't be sad and depressed and still say, oh, Jesus gives me joy. Because no, where is your that, joy? No, that, that's a... No, that that right there is a that's a that's a nightlight kind of phrase. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness! Just, just the way you said that was just like, hi, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, Jesus fills my spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise please, God. Please sit down somewhere. You're making me fall asleep. 
<laughs> you make me want to sing a sad song or, or read a story. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christmas. Play the world's smallest violin. <laughs> I mean, what what are you like? What are you doing? Making a "Woe Is Me" remix? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's no. It's amazing. No, no. No, when you have the joy of God, and, and, and ironically, what I said before, and I just realized this, ironically, what I said before a topic kind of goes with the topic. When you have the joy of God, like right now we are giggling and laughing, but because we have the joy of God, we can portray the joy of God. When you have the joy, and I mean as in, as in, Joy. That doesn't mean you're not going to have bad days. It doesn't mean you're not going to have sad days sometimes. But when you remember the joy that God gave you, when you remember the joy that God gives you, you forget about the sadness. You forget about the the the, the, the small things. You know, you don't yeah. sweat the small stuff, as they say. Yeah, exactly. When you have the joy of God, it's not like, oh, God is good. God is grand. You're listening to Christian thoughts. You put the light switch and it's like, yay, my spirit's filled with happiness. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, you know, like, this is my Jesus smile. Yeah. Like, no. 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 What we're really trying to say, and I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, Brother Jesse. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, but um, I just want to add to that, that last point you, you had mentioned. Um. What we're really trying to say about today's topic is that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you want your light to be so bright that it makes your haters want to wear sunglasses and make the enemy squint. That's for real. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to repeat that. I don't think they heard that one. <laughs> All right. So, so for for those for those that are that are just tuning in or just walking back to your to your phone or your laptop or your tablet, what you just missed is that you want your light to be so bright that it makes your haters wear sunglasses and the enemy squint at you. Amen. Amen. I don't think, not even that. Or you want <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. <laughs> the Bible says the light and the dark cannot coincide. They can't coexist. So, you want your light to be so bright, the devil has to run from it. The enemy has to, to hide from it. He has to go somewhere more darker, because he can't mess with your light. Nope. He has to run and hide and find some dark cabin somewhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hide and seek another target. That's right. <laughs> Because that's all the devil knows how to do is, is, is the same thing. His, his, his plans never change, you know? No, because he uses the same... He, the devil will use the same distraction setup. Oh, yeah. And that's to just put something like... Something small and shiny to the side and just, like, make you look at it. Mm -hmm. and then when you actually do look at it, he pulls it into the darkness. Like, yeah, this is yours if you just come over here and join my side. Amen. That's right. And then what happens is that we step off of the lighted path and we end up in the darkness. And then you get so far in the darkness that 
you can't see the light in the window at night anymore. Amen. Don't know which direction the light was because you just kept walking. And you walked so far into the darkness. I don't know if anybody's still with me here. But you walked so far into the darkness that you're now looking around you and it's just pitch black. Ouch. Jesus. Santo. <laughs> and <laughs> This is where the preaching starts, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just sit back and and relax here while <laughs> my brother James just takes it over. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to take it over, but what you have to understand is that at a certain point in your life, and it's not just, not just you know, brother Jesse's life, not just this Teresa's life or brother Bob's life. No, I've done this in my life too. I've came to the point to where I have to understand and realize that. The light that is in those past rooms needs to be clicked off and unplugged so that nothing and no one can replug it to try to distract me from where I'm going because I don't need a past life interrupting the present light that are trying to work for the spa. Ah, come on. The, no, the future, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Reach somebody. It. The present lights you have now are trying to coincide with the future lights so everything calculates together and equals one good plan. Ah. Go ahead on, brother. <laughs> wow oh my god I, I don't know where that came from but god is good god is good if, there, my if there's anything else that I could put to what I just preached out of my spirit is that God no matter what the enemy tries to throw at me I thank you for a, a set mind to keep going forward Amen. and I thank you that in the midst of the wars that I'm going to survive and I'm going to make it to the next stage oh my Amen. god in the midst of what I'm facing, in the midst of fears, in the midst of trials and tribulations, that I'm not just going to sit on the bottom of the barrel and just look around me at all the wooden planks, but I'm going to decide to climb up the side and dig my nails into the wood because I don't want to stay where I am because where I am is not where I want to be. Where I want to be is what God has planned. Ah. Ay, santo. Ooh, santo. Ooh. I feel some heat coming. I feel some heat coming. Oh, Jesus. There, there's definitely some heat coming. There, there's some heat coming, and it, and and if the if the devil hasn't gotten scared yet, sit back and watch. Preach uh, it. <laughs> sit back and watch. Cause, cause what you have to what I came to understand is that when people told me no, I said yes. When people said I couldn't, I said watch me. Mm-hmm. Amen. Cause here's the thing. The devil thinks he's slick, trying to, try, he, he, uh, I'm telling you. The Bible, the Bible is not wrong. 
the Bible is not wrong when the Bible says that the devil is slick, that the devil uh, knows your weakest points. He knows what you like, but when you get those weakest points, when you get to those weakest points and you say, God, take these weakest points, control them, control me, control them that the devil can't take me no more, that the devil can't, con can't, can't can distract me no more. Santo. Watch it. When, when you climb, or what we call in Spanish, clamar, when you, when you call out in English, when you call out to God and say, God, I don't want these weak points no more. I don't want the devil to take me no more. Take them out. And then when you get to your light, ladies and gentlemen, when you get to your light, then that God has already taken your weakest points. And you can say, and the devil's trying to be like, okay, what the, what, what, what happened here? What happened here? I can't, I can't distract them with the same thing. I can't do the same thing I used to. I don't, what, 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 I, the plan is not working. The plan, the plan, where's the plan? The plan is not working. Why is my plan not working? He usually, he usually falls by now. He usually falls. Ay, Santissimo Cristo. You talking to somebody out there? <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, man. You got to get to the point where the devil is like, oh, okay, okay. Is my plan wrong? He, he, this is his weak point. This is his weak point. Why isn't he falling, Santo Cristo? Why isn't he falling? And you can, t and you can laugh and sit there and tell the devil, it's because God took my weakest point and made it strong. Ay, Santo. Not just that. Not just that. You've set your own goals. Amen. And no matter what the goal may be, short-term, long-term, it could be a mid-term goal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's be honest here. Some of us set short-term goals. Some of us set long-term goals. Some of us set a mid-term goal. That's and right. a, a mid-term goal could be if I reach the halfway point, then that's the, that's the first half of the plan that I had put together. Amen. Or that's the first half of the blueprint. Amen. Kind of, kind of like that half idea we had yesterday, brother Jesse. Oh yeah, half, uh, <laughs> the half idea wasn't the full idea. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was that was half of an idea that we had. <laughs> <laughs> but today we have a full idea. Amen. <laughs> Amen. See, see how that works there. That's all right. <laughs> but of course, I mentioned the word goal. And there's, there's a little acronym I put to it. Mm. So you look at the word goals, and the acronym I came up with is getting over a liar's setup. Ooh. I'm going to say that one more time. Go I'm going to say that one more time because I, 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 I see some question marks <laughs> that are just wondering, like, what? Hmm. It's it's interesting, but what what do you really mean? Mm -hmm. So here here it is one more time. Getting over a liar's setup. Goals. What does that mean? This is where I'm gonna dial back just a little bit because mm -hmm. I want to break this down to the fullest point. 
possible. I want this to be so watered down for you, ladies and gentlemen, that not even sugar would make this taste better. <laughs> this is going to be so watered down that the devil won't even touch it. That's all right. Here's what I mean about getting over a liar's setup. A liar will tell you just that. It's a lie, but it's a lie that they put together to make their side seem like the only side for you to believe and agree upon. Mm-hmm. You talk about a good liar. <laughs> right. Now, your average liar, and think about it this way, because there's different levels of liars. There's your bad liars, there's your average liars, and then there's those really good ones. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the bad liars... You can pick them out from the crowd because they'll start to tell you something and then they'll run out of a lie. Yeah. And they're, they're stuck with, uh, um, 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 well, um. <laughs> they'll contradict know, themselves. And, uh, uh, I got nothing. You're like, yeah, thanks. You're a bad liar. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, your, your average liar is going to come with a setup first. Mm-hmm. And then what an average liar will do is the average liar is going to explain their setup and then lie a quarter of the way through it. So you hear the first portion of their setup and you're thinking like, oh, that's a pretty good setup. And then they twist it and they rewind all the words that they just told you and they they quickly change it so you can't catch on to them and they tell you two other lies and now you're confused like okay but I guess that makes sense but I can't really mm-hmm. I can't fully de- decipher if you're you know if you're telling me something legit or or not so it kind of confuses me so you like partially have me on your side so that, that's, your, that's your average liar. And then there's the really good liars. They will come with the, what I like to call the, uh, the PowerPoint presentation of a lie. Mm. They will have all these fancy pictures from Yankee Doodle to Mary Had a Little Lamb and show you everything nice and pretty. <laughs> Interesting where you... And we'll, and will tell you the best story in the entire spinning globe mm-hmm. to make you side with them. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't stay focused on what they're saying, or you write down their notes, the good liar is automatically going to catch you and reel you in. That's right. But for those that are taking down notes, like, no, 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 I've been here before, and I've seen one of you really good liars in action, and so you're not going to get me. I wrote down all your notes. You said this, 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 that, and the other, and from A to Z doesn't equal 2, and 2 plus 2 is supposed to equal 4 at some point during the math class. I went to school, so I know <laughs> what you're telling me is not actually true. No, no, that's right. <laughs> you then will make a good liar drop their jaw mm-hmm. because the good liar is automatically going to be like, uh, well, I, 
I didn't think you were going to catch on to that. I didn't think you would you would see past my setup. I didn't think you were going to be able to to comprehend and reevaluate what I just tried to trick you on. <laughs> Staying in your light. Right. That's right. And so that's that's where you you can fully decipher getting over the liar setup. And am I going to tell you that it's it's going to happen overnight? No. Mm -mm. Am I going to tell you that you're going to, you know, you're going to be an expert by 3 p.m.? No. no. What I'm telling you is that this is going to take time. This is going to take observance. This is going to take prayer. This is going to take prayer. This is going to take perseverance. Mm -hmm. This is going to take determination. But this isn't just going to be any level of determination. No, this is going to be spiritual determination. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want your spirit self to get unmotivated and lose faith in what you already know and believe. Because think about it. Going, going, with, going with what Brother James is saying... Think about it. Who who do we know is a great liar? The devil himself. The the master of lies. Take a shot in the dark on that one. Uh -huh. <laughs> the master of lies. The devil himself. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. He's going to show you something. That, and, and, and he's such a good liar that he's got thousands of people following him. He's yeah. got thousands and thousands of people following him. Sometimes, and we talked about this in another, another topic, sometimes they don't even know that they're following him. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that Jesus says, because you're not following God or you're not following me, you are following your father, the devil. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, when the devil shows you something so 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 simple yet so attractive, that's when you'll be like, okay, um. And he, he's such a good liar, he'll try to trap you, he'll try to take you away from your light. He'll try to take you away from your goal. And, and Brother James says this said this before. He'll try to grab you and say, look at this, this is nice, look at this pretty thing. And he's such a good liar, he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll do it like an infomercial. <laughs> he'll be like, wait, there's more, you can also have this, you can also have that. Right. And he'll make it so, so attractive that you'll be like, hmm, you'll even think about it. You'll think about it, you'll, you'll, you'll be like, I like that, that's good, that sounds so good, and that's, that's like the devil's specialty, honestly, is yep. is grabbing you with something so attractive that you double that you think twice if you should or shouldn't get it. But the thing is here, ladies and gentlemen, is that that's getting away from your light. You are going into the darkness without even knowing you're getting into the darkness. You're getting more and more in the darkness. With such a great liar that made that made a piece of pebble look like a diamond, 
Think about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> he can make a, a leaf look like a million dollars. I mean, think about it. Yep. He's such a good liar, and sometimes he'll trap you so well that, just like Brother James said before, you'll wonder, where do I go from here? Right. And there's a saying that goes, you can't go nowhere but up. And 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 un, unwillingly, it's the truth. Unwillingly, that phrase speaks truth. Because when you have nowhere else to turn, you look up. Yep. yep you look, we all do it. You look towards heaven. You look towards the Creator. Because when you have nowhere else to go, who do you turn to? When really, it should be the first person you turn to, but... Some of us get so entrapped with in all the lies that and, it's hard to find the truth. Exactly, exactly. Can I say it better myself? <laughs> we get so entrapped, we get so trapped with all the lies, we get so hooked with all the lies that the devil gives us. Oh, that you'll be a millionaire. Oh, that you'll be famous. Oh, that your fame will grow. Oh, you'll be the best person in the world. But there's a Christian saying that goes, and I believe it's a Bible verse. What, what is the goodness? Where's the good of... Where is the value? What is it worth? There we go. What is it worth gaining the entire world but losing your soul? Whoa. How is it so much better? You give your soul to the devil himself sometimes to, to gain the whole world. You just sold your light to the dark. We, as the Bible says that we just read, we are the light of the world. We are supposed to not hide from the darkness. We are supposed to outshine the darkness. We are supposed to say to the darkness, depart from me because this is where I need to go. This is, and it's just like Brother James said, I'm going to go to, I'm not going to stop here. This is all well and good, but this is not what God wants from me. No, 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 no. This is, I got something so much better that God wants from me. I do not see it, but God sees potential in me. And because God sees potential in me, and because I'm still alive, it's because I'm going to continue. It's because I'm going to keep going. It's because I'm not just going to just get these small amounts of money, small amounts of goodness, small amounts of greatness. No. What is it worth? Right. God can give you so much more. So much more. And you, you, you sell your own, uh, how do you, how did the Bible say this in English? You sell your own soul. You sell your own save, uh, 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 salvation. Right. You sell your own salvation just for a couple hundred bucks, a couple of good measures, a couple of 
or, or, or the famous one, the best intentions. And there's a saying that goes, the worst things possible are made with the best intentions. So it's not always, ladies and gentlemen, following what the best intentions are. Because the best intentions can lead to the worst, the most disgusting, horrible things ever. But you do it with the best intentions. No. Where is the light? Where is your light? Why are we hiding? This is what God is asking today. Why are we hiding? Why are we hiding? Why are we, why are we covering our light? Santo eres Dios. Why are we covering our light? Why are we covering our light with that basket? Why are we covering our candle with a basket? Why are we trying to be on top of a hill and yet be hidden? Be hidden. That's not possible. The sun does not hide. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the sun goes all around the world. He ain't hiding. The sun goes where God wants him to go. The sun is placed where God wants him to be placed. He is the strongest light known to man. The strongest uh, way of light known to man. And I'm talking about scientifically. Yeah, scientifically it's very true. The strongest way or the strongest uh, uh, measure of light known to man is the sun. For right now, anyway. But spiritually, the strongest light known to man in the spiritual sense, in the spiritual sense, in the Bible, in the biblical sense, is God. And if we are the, as the Bible says, if we are the image of God and God is light, hello, what are we supposed to be doing? And we always, we always follow the crowd, don't we? <coughs> we always follow the crowd. That's, that's the age-old scenario. Yep. As old as time, as they say. <laughs> always follow the crowd. Oh, because the crowd, because these people don't follow Jesus, I'm not going to. Oh, because be these people, because everybody else. I heard somebody... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me once when I was trying to preach to them, when I was trying to preach to them, I was saying, you as a Christian, you know, and she, they call themselves Christian. And so, and I said, you as a Christian, you should know what is right from wrong. You should know what is right in the eyes of God, what is wrong. And you know, because she's been, uh, 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 this person was doing a few wrong things. And I'm saying you shouldn't know what is right from wrong. And this, this, this person tells me, they go, well, yeah, but everybody else does wrong and nothing happens. 
And I'm thinking to myself, um, I'm sorry, is everybody else the person I'm talking to? God is not talking about everybody else. God is talking about you. And I say this to you who is listening right now. God is not talking about everyone else. If everyone else never existed, He would expect goodness from you. Oh, because everyone else is doing bad. I'm going to do bad. Because all the rest of the world is clubbing, smoking, smoking pot, doing drugs, doing alcohol. I'm going to do it. That's like saying everyone else is shooting themselves in the head. Why can't I? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Santo Dios. And you guys know me. You guys know I don't say nothing without... without mm. If it's not God talking, I won't say nothing. Then it also brings up one of those other questions that if everyone else jumped on the bridge, are you going to follow them? Exactly. Oh, they say there's a platform on the bottom of the bridge, so we can jump off the bridge. Oh, yeah, there's a platform, all right. Yeah, okay. But it's called... But at the bottom of the bridge. Yeah. What if you miss the platform? They'll tell you what's under the bridge after you jump. That's right. They, they just tell you, well, we're all going to stand here. <laughs> okay, I'll, st I'll stand there with you guys. But they don't say that there's rocks after, uh -huh. under, underneath the bridge. They don't say that there's a high tide that's going to sweep you away as soon as you come in contact with the water. What, what, what did we just talk about? We just said, the, the devil is the greatest liar ever. We just said that he'll turn anything into an infomercial. <laughs> Think about the infomercials. They say, oh, this, this product is great, grand, and on fabulous. You should get it. You should get it for only, uh, what's, what's the, what's the regular price usually? $19.95. You should get it for $19.95. It's, it's, it's this most beautiful diamond ever. Right. And then, then they, then they, they, they switch it and they're like, but wait, there's more. Yeah. But wait, there's more. With this beautiful diamond, you get a million dollars. Or they go with that double the offer. Yeah, the double the offer so, stunt. <laughs> you get two for the price of one. Yeah. yeah, okay. But they don't tell you if the diamond is stolen. They don't tell you if the diamond is real. It's the most beautiful diamond in the world, but they don't tell you if... Of a diamond that they drew on a sticky note. Exactly. And diamond could be spelled wrong, and you just pay 20 bucks for it. That's all right. Just saying. Just like, that's, that's what I'm talking about here. Just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean we should be doing it. No, we, 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 should, we should always strive to be leaders. Amen. Not followers. Amen. Say that again. I don't think they heard you. We should always strive to be leaders, not followers. Because that's what God called us to do. God didn't say follow. He didn't say, oh, follow the bishop, the, the pastor, the deacon, the, the treasurer, the, the president, the, the CEO. Right. No, he should, he, he, what he would have said in plain English, you become the president. You become the CEO. You not don't follow lead he didn't call us to follow 
He calls us to lead. He calls or us. If, if we need to put it in a in a biblical sense for the spiritual world, we're the head and not the tail. Amen. We're the lender, not the borrower. And 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 it even goes to something as 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 big as this. He was talking to everyone. It wasn't only men, it wasn't only women. And I heard a, a, a beautiful poem the other day directed to women. Women, they, they think of themselves so, so badly. But God, ladies and gentlemen, or I should, this is directed to ladies, and, and God just put this in my mind right now. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I feel like I'm talking to someone. But God just put, it, put this in my mind right now. And it's, and, and, ladies and ladies, you were, not be, you were not made, you were not created from the man's toe. You were not created from the man's talon. You were not from, created from the man's ankle. You were not created from the man's heel. You were created from the closest thing to his heart. The rib. You were created from a from Adam's rib. You were not created, ladies and ladies, as something so broken and messed up. No. The closest thing to his heart was his rib, was Adam's rib. Don't act like you were the tannin. And men, we shouldn't treat our women like if they are the toe. Or the talent or the heel. God did not call women to be the foot. Nope. And as a man, I'm saying this. It doesn't make me any less of a man or any bigger of a man. It makes me just a man. As a regular man, I'm saying. stop. We must stop treating our women like if they were nothing. I am a father of two girls, so I know for a fact how precious women are. I treat my two girls like if they were princesses. You know how that, that's how God wants, to be, wants you to be treated? That's how God treats you. Think, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, think about it. Think about it. Uh, I'm just going to add a little bit on top of that, Brother Jesse. Go ahead. Um, uh, my my addition is also directed towards um, towards women. Um, that women, you were created from Adam's rib. So mm. scientifically speaking, you should be on the side of your man, not behind him. Amen. You you should never feel that you're you're less than a man. No, you're you're an equal part to the man. Amen. And there, there's a there's a saying that uh, I've always heard: behind every man. Is a woman, but that's not this kind of case. We don't want you to stay behind 
us as men. But we want we want you as women to have to have your own level of light to say that you know what I'm not created to be behind a man. I'm created to be next to a man because I'm equally created Amen. in the eyes of God. Think about it like this. I'm equally important as a person and a human. Amen. Think of it like this. Esther in the Bible. She has her own book. <laughs> Think about it. Esther in the Bible was a queen. She became queen. She didn't become the servant. She didn't become the, the mistress. She didn't become anything less of a queen. I've always said Queen Esther in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, is a great example of what God wants for our women. To be treated as queens, to be treated as princesses, to not be treated as, as Brother James says, as just behind us. No. You just like me, you just like me are, are, are equal. The Bible says that, that God doesn't pick favorites. He doesn't make exception of anyone. Let me say that again. He doesn't make exceptions of anyone. It doesn't say he doesn't make exceptions of men. He says anyone. As in, he treats the women and the man equally. Now, we only have two minutes. Now, where is your light? Where is your light? Why are we hiding our light? We are, as Christians, the light of the world. We are, as Christians, the light of the world. We must, we must outshine the darkness. Well, how do I do that? By living by living in the Word of God, by living the Word of God, by following the Word of God, by, by praying, fasting, and, and asking God, show me how to be light. I want to be your light. I want to be your example. I love it, and, and this is not to glorify myself. I praise God for this. I love it when people say, are you Christian? And it's not because I told them. They'll be like, you must be Christian. You must be a Christian. You must be a man of God because I can see it. You have joy. You are polite and you are kind. And I can see it. It's not because, and again, I'm not glorifying myself. This is what people have told me. I love it when people say that because that means that I'm shining as a light. I am shining my light. For God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother James, for, for the help today. As always, sir, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Brother. God bless you. God bless you. I'll talk to you later, sir. All righty. This has been Christian Thoughts, Light versus Dark. And I know we got off topic a few seconds or a few moments, a few moments there, but be the light of Jesus Christ, of God himself. 
May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. 